to Must Love Catholics, a production of the Catholic Match Institute, uh, where we will be talking about marriage prep, dating, the single life, uh, things like that, all from a Catholic perspective. And I am one of your hosts. My name is Eric Washam. I'm Catherine Frank. And uh, we hope you enjoy the show. This is real. I'm really, really excited about this, Catherine. I know. I, I think this is probably a, 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 the first show of its kind. I have no research to back that up, actually. Um, <laughs> but I like to think of this as the first show of its kind. Um, and by way of, a, of, a, of an introduction, uh, I was just going to say a little bit about myself. Sure. I uh, am married, and I have been married for a couple of years now, which gives me incredible insight into <laughs> probably everything you're going to run into when you when you do get married, <laughs> if you're destined to get married. Um I'm a, I'm a bit of an artist, so I look at the world in, in a strange way. Uh, I write for the site. I write for Catholic Match Institute, where I've been able to, uh, you know, give some insights and, 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 and uh, my take on things, especially coming from, uh, you know, the man's side. And I think in the eternal question of Stones versus Beatles, I am going with uh, the monkeys. Good, good option because I was going to judge you for that. Um, Thank you. See how I see how deaf. See if you're going to be married, you have to be very careful which yes. side you take. Always remember when you have an argument when you're married, go with the monkeys. <laughs> I understand that. Um, I'm a musician and a librarian, so I organize books and I'm creative too, um, and I get paid for it, which is delightful. Wow. Um, I'm always single, so I like to think of myself as being the expert on being single. Um, I'm a textbook melancholic phlegmatic introvert. So <laughs> the whole talking into a microphone thing, really not in my comfort zone. Um, what are you, Eric? Have you taken your temperament test yet? You know, I haven't. I mm -hmm. haven't. My, my wife, even though it, when we were dating, she pressured me to take it and I still haven't taken it. And uh, you're married. And I'm married. And so there's really no point now. Right. It's kind of um, too late to change anything. But, but I, you know, that's one of the great things about uh, Catholic Match is that temperament test because that really is – and this is why I'm really excited about this podcast because if I had had a podcast like this to listen to, um, I probably would have been able to use the site a lot better and uh, probably ended up where I am a little bit sooner. Uh, probably. As, yeah. Um, I find too – because I write for uh, Catholic Match Institute also just – Trying to think of helpful topics and things that are happening now and applying them to Catholic dating and marriage preparation, it has helped me because now I have all of my friends calling me, asking me for advice because they think I, I know everything about this. But it just kind of brings a lot of ideas um, that maybe I wouldn't have thought of before. And mm -hmm. I think of it more in an objective way. And helping other people has kind of helped me, I think. That you know, that's a that's you know. I was just thinking because you just described yourself and and what you're what you do, and you know, this is the first show of its kind, and we're kind of feeling our way. This is almost like a first date, which, <laughs> uh, in some strange way, I mean, which is a topic that comes up a lot on the site, and something I know that you've written about. Yes. Um, and it's I think of all the things that cause stress in dating and marriage prep and everything like that, the introduction is the first date is probably the most stressful and the one that causes the most trepidation. Now, I was lucky. I didn't have a whole lot of bad first dates. I had a lot of first dates. Mm -hmm. They never went anywhere, obviously. I, I, you know, the, the best first date I ever had was probably the one uh, that I had with my wife-to-be. Um, but 
and I and I you know I didn't think about it that much. I don't know. I I think as a guy, I didn't think about it quite so much. When I hear about first date nervousness, it it most of the time it seems to be coming from women. Now, is that true? I mean, would you say that that was probably true? Do you think women are much more focused on that first date? Probably because we overanalyze everything. So it's okay. not this, you know, I'm going on a date and I'm going to see if I like this person and then go home. It's I'm going on a date, so I have to call my sister and all of my friends. And then I have to talk about it leading up to it. And then mm. afterwards, I have to rehash it. Um, so I think we do tend to focus on the details a little bit more mm-hmm. than a man. Um, I have not been on a ton of first dates. I'll I'll say that. But I think sometimes I wouldn't say I've had the worst date or the best date ever. But I think there are some elements that kind of contribute to those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so what made your first date with your wife so good? Do you think? I had a I had a plan. I I and I and I ran it by her first. I I, uh, I said, hey, how how about if we have lunch at this restaurant? And there's a couple of, uh, there were some sports fields, like right across the road. And there was a bike path perimeter. And I said, why don't we, why don't we have lunch? And then we'll go across the street and we'll take a walk. It was a nice fall. I knew it was going to be a nice fall day. And that would give us a chance to, uh, you know, you, you, when you're eating and talking, you're, you're always nervous about what you have stuck in your teeth and you're waiting. <laughs> there's all these decisions to make and you don't want to, you know, you're, you're stuck in that booth. And I thought, well, you know, let's loosen up. So I had a plan. We did that. I lowered my expectations. All I knew was, and this is some advice my dad gave me, all you have to know on a first date is whether or not you want to have a second date. And that took a lot of the pressure off. That's really good advice. Yeah. Because you don't want to be projecting out into marriage and kids when you're I, just sharing a meal with someone. But you're saying, do, are you, so you're, I, you know, I think if guys knew this about women, <laughs> that that they might maybe take a little bit more care. We We might be trying out your last name, yes. That's something you see. If guys aren't thinking about that, sometimes they can be relaxed on the first date to the point of looking like they don't really care. Right. And and maybe it comes out in the fact that they didn't take a lot of time, or they don't. They're not, maybe they're not even putting up the appearance that they've taken a lot of time. So would you say that that a woman knows that on a first date? I mean, could you tell a lot of times? Yes. Well, what you said just now about having a plan—that's mm-hmm. so important because I mean, there are the times when you're not sure if it's a date or if you're hanging out. Um, but the ones where you know it's a date because the guy says, this is what we're going to do. Is this good? Or mm-hmm. has a second option and not just, well, we should go out sometime. You know that he's put some thought into it. And then you also know what to expect. So, okay. So that's, okay. So it serves two purposes. It takes a lot of decision-making off the table. Mm-hmm. And also you get the message, okay, we're on a date. This guy took some time to think about it. We're not, we're not just hanging out. See, I never thought about that. Right. Well, I mean, I go out with my guy friends all the time, but it's let's go out for a beer. It's not right. I'm taking you out and I'm actually putting effort into it. So you're saying if a, of a guy who is asking you out on a date that took that same approach, you, you would be the ambiguity would probably add a, a layer of uh, stress to it. Oh, yeah. Because you'd be I guess everything we're saying, then you're thinking, what is it? Wait a minute. <laughs> no. Now, what was that? Yes. Or Why the ones okay. that don't end. Like they just keep going and going and there's no uh, polite way out of it. Ah, okay. Have you ever done that to someone, Eric? You know, I I, I have. <laughs> I have. Um, 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that was a really uh, personal question. <laughs> well, I just ha- feel no, like... I'm kidding. No, when you have a plan, at least you yeah. know, like, if it's dinner and then you're going for a walk, after the walk, you're done. Mm-hmm. But if it's a, I don't know, an amorphous, let's walk over here and then go over here. And a lot of times, you know, I might try to just be polite and try to say, you know, I have to get up early for work, but I don't want to be rude. But at the same right. time, he's not taking the hint that I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. See, I wish I had known all this. That's an element of a bad date. Um, I do have <laughs> kind of a worst date story, Ooh. if you want to hear that. Uh, well, uh, I, I don't, but you know, we have so many listeners that, uh, of course I do. Yeah, of course. Are you kidding? It actually, I mean, the date itself was good because we did have a plan and, you know, there was effort put into it and all of that, but I didn't know that my magical nephews, um, had given me the stomach flu. (laughs) So halfway through dinner, I kept getting hotter and hotter and I had a fever and then I knocked my glass of water over. And I finally just said, I need to go home now. (laughs) And I I thought it would be a disaster, but I feel like we both recovered very well. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think if the guy has got a, you know, if he's a little bit, uh, even just slightly level-headed, that wouldn't, I don't know if that would be that bad. I mean, it was actually It was embarrassing. Yeah, well, that's more more than it. Now, do you think it's embarrassing because you had placed a lot of pressure on yourself beforehand, or was it embarrassing because... Uh, he got up and ran from the table. <laughs> Truthfully, I think it was embarrassing because I was 21. Okay. Um, now I would probably find it hilarious. That's a great story. I, I, I mean, I think that would be. Uh, it's, it's almost like an ice. It's almost like what could go wor- wrong after that. What could be worse? Exactly. And we did. We actually, we went on a second date, so it was fine. Oh, okay. So that wasn't so bad. No. No. Well, I hope our our, uh, our our listeners realize that if uh, we're we're not trying to put these ideas in their head, <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get sick, probably. No. Um, and uh, and also you can't just because something a first date might be bad, um, mm-hmm. or not so great, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't go on a second one. Not at all. That's the thing. I mean, everybody has bad days. Sure. Um, everybody's nervous. Um. You know, I, I, the trick I use is when I'm nervous, I just do everything perfectly, <laughs> and it just takes all the pressure off. Because you're, you're, if you're perfect, then of course, you know, nothing's going. That that's a great tip for our listeners. <laughs> just do everything perfectly, and maybe we should um, think of some other great great ideas for them. But we should also, I mean, we introduced ourselves, but you can get in touch with us. Um, at our fantastic new site, mustlovecatholics.com. It's really great. Check it out. And our email, if you have any sort of suggestions or ideas for us, we'd love to hear from you. Um, our email address is feedback at mustlovecatholics.com. And, good uh, and bad. Yeah. Good and bad. Mostly, mostly good. We want to hear good things. Right. Um, if you want to reach out to me on Twitter, my handle is Catherine V. Frank. And uh, what about you, Eric? I am E.K. Washam. That's E-K-W-A-S-H-A-M on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, you can reach me at feedback at mustlovecatholics.com as well. Catherine and I will be reading those uh, emails and crying. <laughs> and if you like the show, like us on iTunes and Stitcher um, and tell your friends. And we will be right back after this break. 
Welcome back to Muscle of Catholics. Thanks so much for listening. We're really excited about our first show here. Um, I'm Katie Frank with Eric Washam, and we were discussing first dates, um, how they're exciting, they're scary, and maybe some are good, some are bad. So Eric, what kind of tips do you have um, about how to make a first date not so nerve-wracking and maybe have better results? Right. So, I, okay, I have three tips. And I really think this is almost all you need to know. I'm going to write them down. I think you should. Okay. Um, the first one, like I said, was uh, have a plan. Now, I'm talking from the from the uh, standpoint of the man. I, I'm, I'm pretty traditional. You know, I, I, I asked my contacts on Catholic Match out. Um, have a plan and let her know what it is. Um, you you want to clue her in. You don't want to be mysterious. <laughs> um, I I saw in a comment on somebody's post on Catholic Match Institute, someone referred to a great guide for men on the first date, which was on the art of manliness. I always like to give a plug to theartofmanliness.com. Um, and that tip was on there. Just be have you want to be flexible, but have a plan. And I would also add, do something that you both uh, you, you try to find out what she likes, mm-hmm. and and do something that she's going to like and that you're going to like as well. Because you never know. You, you could get 20 minutes into the date, you realize there's no chemistry. Mm-hmm. You're stuck somewhere. I don't want to say stuck, but <laughs> at the very least, now you're you can enjoy something that you like and that uh, someone you just met likes. And you never know. You might be you, you might you know find someone to talk to and you know you know who knows maybe first dates are not they don't always go well you know sometimes they're awful and the second date is magic there's also a practical reason for having a plan and letting her know what it is Mm -hmm. um and that is because she has to plan her outfit okay so you know that's considerate going kayaking or going to the opera require many different you know variations on clothes here so that's a great point yes i, I appreciate okay. a plan always <laughs> that's okay i hope i hope the guys are writing this down mm. two i would say keep your expectations reasonable you don't need to know if this person is the one you don't need to know you know you you're, everybody's gonna have deal breakers but you, you gotta kind of back off and just go out and have fun and i would say that all you need to know is do you want to have a second date? And that's really it. At the end of that second date, that's all you really need to know. You don't need to know if you're going to marry this person, if everybody's going to like them. Do I want to go out with them on a second date? That's all you're concerned with. Right. Now, the third, and I think this is actually the most important, is be yourself. Just be, or let me say this, be genuine. You're Now, that doesn't mean everything is appropriate. You might, you know, you don't want to just throw everything out there on the first date first of all it's a lot to process for somebody who's just met you and they also want to have a chance to show you themselves Mm -hmm. so you don't want to talk about everything you don't want to you know talk about something that might be a a touchy subject sure uh political religious whatever that's just save that so just you know keep it simple keep but keep it honest be yourself um that and, and the, so that's the, those are my three things. Those uh, those are good tips. Um, I think another thing to remember is that some people have gone on a lot of first dates, and they come in with either really high expectations or really low expectations. And I think you know you could probably get kind of bitter and depressed after a while. 
So mm-hmm. it's important to remember that, you know, you're just here to meet someone and decide, like you said, if you want to go on a second date with them, you don't have to marry them. You don't have to have tons of chemistry on the first date. But I think, you know, being genuine and just going out to have a good time is really what we have to remember. Yeah. Now, I do think it's good. You know, we were I was talking about deal breakers. I think it's a good idea to have those. Just so that you don't. So if a red flag does go up. Right. You know, if you're if you're looking forward to starting a family and the person, you know, that you're on a date with is, uh, you know, throwing silverware at the kids (laughs) in the restaurant. You might you might think okay that's something I want to talk about maybe on the second date right um, but but you know and know what you want um, know what you're looking for but don't write anybody off right away sure I think too there there are standards that we all have that we're mm-hmm. looking for and then there are deal breakers that might just be kind of silly and um, a friend of mine has been dating a guy for a year and they're talking about getting married and I asked her over the weekend so you know is this it? Is this the guy? And she said, well, I wish he was a little taller. (laughs) And I just laughed because he seemed like such a great guy. And that was the only thing she could think of that would be a deal breaker. And wow. Yeah. I was a little disappointed. Um, Yeah. But I, I talked it over with her and it's okay now. But, you know, sometimes the standards have to be realistic yeah so yeah throwing silverware at small children is probably a bad idea yeah uh that the i wish he was taller that i i'd never heard that one um (laughs) but that could be you know who that could that could be a you know uh maybe a way of talking about something else maybe they're just nervous maybe she's nervous i mean marriage is nerve-wracking right sure um not for me i i actually proposed to my wife less than two months after i met her but she was the right height she was the right height well that's that's what it's all about I was not going to let her get away if she, if she was, yeah. She fit into your uh, your profile yep. there? Must be this tall <laughs> <laughs> to take this crazy ride. Yeah. So. Well, that was a lot of fun. I think uh, I think I, I, I should try to come up with a list um, <laughs> on how to do a great first podcast. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Or we could do it again next week. Um, sure. This has been fun. You know. It has, and I, and I think we should really um, thank our sponsor, um, CatholicMatch.com. I can actually attest to uh, the fact that they they brought my wife and me together. So, so, so they sponsored your marriage. They sponsored my marriage as well um, as our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> as well as our pack. So they're re- they're responsible for both of those things, and you can take that as you. Uh... <laughs> no, it's a great site, and, and 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 the reason it's such a great site is because you you can you can search for a, a matches um, which 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 fit. Uh, you know, they approach it from a marriage prep. Uh, direction right they're they're good with educating people um on dating and marriage the catholic match institute has so many great posts um but really they've helped so much with this show because there are a lot of expenses involved um i said check out our website musclecatholics.com uh the graphics are awesome 
you know, all of this costs money. So they've been really instrumental in getting this off the ground. And if you've never been on CatholicMatch.com, um, you should try it out because Eric got married. So there you go. And they're not going to, you know, get you a husband or wife, but you'll find yourself much more aware of situations and issues. And I think it helps with the marriage preparation. And be sure to read our, our articles on, on the Catholic Match Institute blog. Uh, both Katie and I do write um, for, the, for them. And uh, whether you have something to say about our articles or about our show, please email us at feedback at mustlovecatholics.com. And, and like us on iTunes and Stitcher and contact us on Twitter. I'm at uh, E.K. Washam. And I'm Catherine V. Frank. And I actually tweet, unlike Eric. <clears throat> I am just... <laughs> just well, I'm a good... Pr I can jump into a conversation. I can't really start one. Right. But maybe if somebody, uh, uh, you know contacted me i might have something to say right most of mine are on sports i'm not gonna lie so catholic dating is all well and good but i have plenty to say about the monkeys so. <laughs> <laughs> stand by for that <laughs> all right well that was a pretty good first show yeah i think this is going to be a good opportunity for both of us to kind of share our ideas and you know you being married and all um i think it will help out with suggestions and ideas for everybody out there. Oh, yeah. I, I, I gotta say, if they can't get something out of uh, you and I talking, then all is lost. That is true. Yeah. Alright, well, we will see you again on our next show. Must love Catholics. And uh, until then, I am Eric Washam. And I'm Catherine Frank. See you next time. See you next time.